Um, should I say it's another one of those episodes or not? Because it is. We're talking about uh, different effects on camera. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, some of the links I included here in this episode. Oh, yeah. Some of the actual links to actual things. Hot pixels. Look at the cover art if you're not on Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and give it a whirl, you guys. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not. Uh, ooh, coffee. Hot, coffee, hot. Well, here we are. It's morning again. It's Thursday, September 29th. We've got a lot of noise going on. You guys ready to ride this train or what? Need no credit card to make money. Don't have Don't need no credit card to ride this train. I was stuck with a moral dilemma today. Um, That moral dilemma being, should I leave the old coffee in and make new coffee on top of it? At first, I was going to dump it out. First, I was like, yeah, no, we're just dumping out, making a new batch. But, no. Desperate times, desperate measures. And I thought, well, let's just make, let's just put new coffee on top of the old coffee. I don't normally do that. I just thought tonight, today, this morning, I just thought, nah, nah, nah. I want to apologize a little bit for the last episode. I was getting a little heated there. I was getting a little angry and upset. That's how I get sometimes, though. If you, if you want it to be, if you want the podcast to be real and raw, you got to keep some of those episodes. You have to. It was two episodes in one day. The second episode sucked. The first episode was pure gold. Well, the second episode had Sherrod Stone, so it wasn't so bad. We got the coffee going right now. We got the cats jumping around. Got the cats jumping up on bookshelves and leaping around, hithering and thither, thither, hither and thither. Had a couple, uh, eh, a couple of uh, Sour Patch Kids to myself, so I'm pretty wound up. Yeah. Not sure what's on the agenda today entirely. I think we might try and make our way downtown. We might not. Gotta gotta make sure this coffee's hot. I'm nervous to try this coffee though, I have to say. I'm a little bit nervous. Well, we'll see how it tastes. I mean, we'll see. Going in hot. Thing checks out here. Let's get some more of that. So how do I feel about making coffee and adding old coffee to the new coffee? Well, this is a success. Yeah, believe it or not, this is a success. I don't have any problems with it. I think it tastes just fine. I haven't heard any complaints from the cats. They seem to be doing all right. Yeah, it's a quiet morning all of a sudden. It's a quiet morning all of a sudden. The coffee's done. The coffee's good. It's not bad. Certainly not bad. Cats are jumping around. Get the cat. There it goes. One of those mornings, I guess, yeah. My hair is green on the girl that works at Target a lot. Uh, what other housekeeping? That's about it. Let's go back outside and go to sleep, huh? No, nah, we're not going outside to go to sleep. We're gonna we're gonna stay awake here. Got to empty out the garbage. Chores I got to do. Um, yeah, it's not a very exciting episode today, is it, man? Well, I did say, I did mention last episode, not the last one. I was pissed that the other one, the good one. Um, I did mention that Thursday's their other busiest day, so what do you say? We give it today a shot and try and get some more photographs of uh, people following us, huh? Eh? I mean, if Thursday is, in fact, their busiest day, today is Thursday, so what do you, you know, makes sense, right? Some of my fans and listeners tuning in at home are probably asking themselves, asking me, and want to ask me a question, too bad, asking themselves, well, what exactly makes a busy day over a non-busy day? What's so busy about Thursday over Sunday and etc.? Um, I think it's a valid question. Let's get some more coffee. Let's talk about it. So I think, in, in, in theory, in theory here, it's all my anecdotal theories and nonsense. I think they're triggered, there's some sort of perimeter that they they strategically place cars in a parking lot in all the corners, the far corners of the, the farthest corners of the globe. They place cars in the corners of the parking lot 
especially if they know how if they know your high traffic areas and not not for wherever you are your apartment complex or house which streets you take it's the high traffic areas of yeah what you take your route let's say i hopped the fence every time i i came to this uh area let's just say let's just say i hopped the fence and i didn't take any real roads they would park cars strategically as close as they could to that fence that i hop or next to strategically next to the real roads and then whenever i would pass through that area it would trip the alarm or signal to them like hey bling's coming through here let's get some cars out let's follow them uh, is it that simple it sounds simple enough but i'm not sure if it is that entirely that simple it's good coffee though today even if adding the new coffee on top of the old coffee why not babe Ooh, babe got the fridge going making noises high frequency tools and wands and We're about to see if Thursday's really that busiest day after all. We're gonna give them a run for the money today. Yes, sirree. Listen to that fridge making all them weird sounds. Try to turn that fridge down. Get that hot coffee. Get that hot coffee in your face, babe. Open your mouth. Mm. Mm. Which one of you ladies wants some of this hot fresh coffee that's mixed with the old coffee on top of the new coffee who wants it mm-hmm. who wants it which one of you fine looking ladies walking on by wants some of this hot smoking hot coffee you got a deep a deep coffee maker in the smoke Get that coffee in ya, or else it's too late. See, Thursday's their busiest day after all. If it is, get some more video and camera photography. Oh, as that Folgers Master Roast blend in the fence. Wake me up before you go, go. Oh. Wake me up before you go, go. I'm not planning on going so. So that's what they do. They get the perimeter set up. Uh, they wh- How they do that is with their old cars, the cars that they steal from others, the other repossessed cars. So they get those cars. They do something to them, or they put some little freaking sensors in them, or who knows what they do. Take the left mirror off, the left side mirror off. Um put some electronics inside of it, put the mirror back on, or put some sort of fake mirror back on. Oh, do they do that? Do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slow down, Bling. You mean to tell me they to put a fake mirror on there? Yeah. They do a lot of stuff that makes, to try to make, have their cars blend in perfectly fine with all the other cars, so it doesn't look like they're using high-frequency tools to fry your brain. Why are they trying to hide them? <clears throat> That's my question, because if they're not dangerous, if they're not trying to fry your brain, then why are they trying to hide them? Oh, if they're legal, then just drive around with them. Why, why you got to pull them in real quick? Why you got to customize and fabricate your car so that the windows, so you can pull these things in? Since the fridge turned on, we're going to come back here and try and get some good audio quality. What's up, cats? <laughs> ha. What up, cats? You guys gonna hang out in here then? Make some noise? Start meowing? Yeah? We got one more minute left in that first segment. You wanna say anything to the audience out of tuning in at home, huh, cats? So, with smooth, cool cat over here, go ahead and say some meowing, huh? Sniff, yeah. Sniff the microphone there? Hmm? Yeah? No? Let's go see what's up with this other cool cat with this last minute in the uh, first segment. What's up, cool cat? You want to say anything to the fan? Yeah? What do you say? What do you say to fans of the stream? Huh? What do you think? Huh? 
Anything? You want to say anything to the fans or anything? No, cats don't want to say anything. Hey, cat over there, you want to quit messing around with that jewelry? Cat burglar. <laughs> Got a cat burglar. Get it? Yeah, it's stealing jewelry. It's a cat. Cat burglar. <clears throat> I don't even have a job. Well, I just had a little bit of a coughing fit there. Taking some photos of these cats, you know, this cat. Oh, there we go. There we go, just on, just in time. The chainsaw's here. The Sarkos chainsaw is here, guys. Sarkos chainsaw, remember the Sarkos episode? Man, that's still feeling good about life back then. But to think even during the Sarkos episode, um, I was a naive, just a, na a naive young lad. And that was just, what, two months ago, three months ago? Damn. Yeah, waking up the cats, getting these freaking chainsaws going. Better be an actual chainsaw, not a leaf blower, otherwise I'm going to be pissed. Sounds like it might be a leaf blower. It sounds like it might be some sort of edging device to get that uh, <clears throat> grass in the sidewalk, you know, got to make it distinct. There's two separate. If you have the grass growing over the sidewalk, we've got problems, right? You have to have the grass separated from the sidewalk, otherwise it's going to look sloppy. That's what I think that's what's going on outside right now. Right, Cat? Cat, you have anything to say? No, you're not coming after me. No, don't sniff that either. I just blew my nose in that. Not a bloody nose. Sorry to be gross here, but I did not have a bloody nose this morning. That means they're either... It means a couple things here. A couple things. That translates into a couple things. First, maybe they've toned down the brain frying, the brain waves, the frying brain waves with their high-frequency tools, or... Or, yeah, maybe I'm not dying after all, slow death. A slow, painful, agonizing death. Maybe, maybe they're going to do it fast. Hey, come on, guys. No, we're not, no, mm-mm. Yesterday's episode was enough for anybody. The last episode that I did, I was pretty heated there. I was getting pretty worked up. And uh, I'll get pretty worked up too if this chainsaw grass cutter thing comes closer by and continues to ruin um the audio quality of this premium platinum plated golden content cat do you have anything to add or anything to say cat <clears throat> cat excuse me there you go anything to add no yeah well with today being thursday their busiest day we started off this segment with the question begging the question <clears throat> Bling, what makes them more busy than other days? How, how do you know what's busier? What's a busy day for people stalking you and the repo company stalking you? Even when you don't have a car. Now, is that a leaf blower? It better not be. Well, there's a couple of things I want to do in this episode. First, I want to make sure that it's nice and ruined by the chainsaws, the Sarkos chainsaws. We give those Sarkos chainsaws away for free. It is a, just a, they're comped. It's a door prize. You come in, you want to buy some robots, we're going to sell some robots. Um, Finland, <laughs> uh, Sweden, you guys want some robots, huh? You guys want an army that's uh, indestructible? Armor-plated robots, scuba-diving robots, we'll give you a freaking chainsaw at the door. Get one of these chainsaws, hook it up to Cherry Picker, we'll get you cutting down, making pruning trees. You guys get in those fjords at all? If if you don't know what a fjord is, go back and listen to the Sweden episode. I didn't know what one was. I thought it was a freshwater bog. Let me say that again. A fjord is not a freshwater bog. A fjord is an inlet with steep cliffs. An inlet of water with steep cliffs on the side. That's a fjord. Freshwater bog. Hey, thank you very much. I came up with that one. Yeah, thank you. Very creative. A little too creative on that one. But if you need to trim those fjords, you can't get there with regular freaking chainsaw, right? Well, let's get one hooked up to the thing. Let's get one hooked up to a long pole. Let's get down there. Get those Sarkos robot suits on. Let's get some scuba gear. We'll get down. 
We'll go search for uh, buried treasure underneath the ocean, underneath the water. We'll go swimming around, get those robots swimming around. Get some freaking chainsaws. We'll cut the fjords up. Get some freaking, I don't know, cranberries, whatever's growing up there on the sides. There's probably some, some sort of fruit that's never even been discovered yet. Get some of that. Make some juice. <laughs> get all messed up. Some uh, ayahuasca. It's a Joe Rogan podcast. We start talking about ayahuasca. We, that's what we do here. Three hours long. Get ready. Buckle up. How many wild cats are there in this room, huh? How many wild cats are there? Eh, that's what we do, though. It's uh, Sarcos. It was a Sarcos episode. That was around the 4th of July. Uh, it's when I had to tell Lana Del Rey to freaking, you know, reel it in a little bit. Uh, I'm Okay, full disclosure here. It, Sharon Stone and Lana Del Rey, yeah, they kind of had a thing. Like, they, not they didn't have a thing. Like, they were freaking quarreling. Here's the cat. If it's not the chainsaws, it's the cats. If it's not Lana Del Rey, it's Sharon Stone. Her people are reaching out to my people. Like, do you want to go on a date? <laughs> well, two weeks is two weeks. Is she wearing her mask? And like, no. So like, fine, no. I can't risk that. <clears throat> I can't risk that. It's not, I'm not, I wear my mask at all times. Let's get this cat out of our uh, makeshift vocal booth. Let's get some more coffee. Let's get into what makes... A stocking company more busy, or how does one tell when it's a company that's stocking you or a group of people that's stocking you? It might not even be a company. It might just be a, a family that's stalking you, quote-unquote family that's stalking you. And uh, how do you know which, one, which, day, which, which days are more busy, huh? Anybody in Boston getting those bogs, getting those cranberry bogs? You got to get in Boston and Bill Burr. In fact, cranberry bog, bogs in Boston, thank you very much. That much I do know. <clears throat> it's a historic thing that's been going on in Boston for a long time. They take a lot of pride. Boston Celtics even come out, and uh, along with those Boston Red Sox, it's a whole community thing that they do and start harvesting bogs and stuff. Let's get some milk in there, huh? A lot of you hate it when I do this. <laughs> a lot of you hate it when I do this. But I have to keep you hanging. What makes... What makes one day more busy than the other? Or how is Sunday more busy than the rest of the day? How's Thursday their second busiest day and Sunday's their busiest day? I'm humbling with the stock in you. Cranberry bog. You ever been to Boston? Huh? You never been to Boston? Oh, they got cranberry bogs. Get the Slocks and Celtics out there. Get the Boston Red Sox. You know, we can start having some cut cranberries. Yeah, get cranberry juice. Get cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving. And bring it to the table. You got some New England clam chowder. Yeah, East Coast. Oh, Bill Burr. Everyone likes my Bill Burr impression. Everyone thinks it's funny. My friends that actually know me in person don't appreciate it like my fans and listeners tuning in at home. Tell me to shut up. They say you don't sound like Bill Burr. It's not funny. Little do they know that actually hurts my feelings a lot. <laughs> so, let's see how long we, were, we remain friends with them. Lana and Sharon were having some issues and they're you know, kind of starting to fight. A little, a little bit of a cat fight speaking of these cats i'm starting to get all freaking well sharon gets you know how sharon gets boy sharon can get she can get really mean but she's also like really subtly sweet too we won't make our way downtown but she can be subtly sweet and by that i just mean she'll like the way that she says will you bling will you shut the hell up she says it in different tones, in different ways. And sometimes she says it like this. Playing, will you shut the hell up? And that's when I know, I'm like, Sharon, I'll be right there. Hang on, you know? But when she says, bling, will you shut the hell up? That's when I'm like, all right, I'm leaving. Gotta go. A lot of you probably don't notice a difference. There's a little bit of inflection there on the... Hell and hell. Still listening? Because we're about ready to go into the third segment. I'm about to tell you what the difference is between a busy day and just not a regular slow day when it comes to the stocking company. We'll just call it stocking company because that's what they're doing now. Stocking people, terrifying people, terrorizing people, making them feel uncomfortable. For money, probably, for something. I don't have any like special gifts really besides me reading the market and making money. So yeah, well, could be that. 
They could be trying to steal that from me by frying my brain with those high-frequency tools. I don't know. Is it Havana syndrome? I don't know. The cops don't do shit. If you cats could keep the door banging down to like a, a minimum, please. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what those things, those devices are because the cops don't care. And so the cops aren't going to look into it. Uh, in fact, when I did call the police that Sunday, oh, we're coming into the third segment. What a, what a nice surprise. I guess we'll keep you waiting, huh? Huh? One more second. Bling for your podcast. I definitely think my Havana Syndrome Fried Brains episode is uh, award-winning, so thank you. This third segment, we're gonna take we're gonna slow things down a little bit, and I will disclose to you here. Truth be told, I'm actually kind of torn between the cover art of this uh, episode and that episode cover art being either a picture of the cat who was asleep next to the windowsill. It's ador- freaking adorable. I don't even like cats either. And a picture of Smalls from the Sandlot when he got arrested for fighting someone at the airport. A terrible, terrible freaking mugshot for him. I don't know if it's a fat lip or what the hell, but... His face is not, so it's a kind of torn between that. The third one that I'm torn with, cover art of this episode, would be uh, more of the high-frequency radiation radiating from the car window. Window, dino droppings, dropping. This would have be ra- emanating, the radiation would be emanating from the right passenger rearview mirror and of course, there's no sun to have that kind of reflection, especially in the shade. <clears throat> I also noticed on Apple Podcasts, you don't know what I'm talking about because Apple Podcasts just has my face as uh, the cover art for every episode. But if you're listening on Spotify or other uh, other platforms, you get to see what I'm talking about. So I'm not discouraging anyone to not listen to Apple Podcasts because the audio quality on Apple Podcasts is really nice and the platform Apple Podcasts uses is actually quite nice too. So uh, I, I whatever, just that if you don't know what I'm talking about, you'd have to go on Spotify and look at the cover art and do it that way. So uh, that being said, housekeeping issues, I have to whittle it down. It's probably not going to be Smalls from the Sandlot his mugshot from when he got a fight. I think it's Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix, Arizona. Could have been somewhere else, but who knows? Um, actually, Sandlot was actually filmed here in Utah. There's uh, Sandlot's not too far away from here. Do a little field trip if I had a car and go down there, but uh, I don't have a car, so I'm not going to go down there. Bling, we freaking tell us what makes a stocking company busy one day and not busy the next. Stalkers are us. Hey, stalkers are us. Um, I was wondering, do you guys stalk people? We sure do. How much exactly does that cost to stalk someone, say, for a month straight? Yeah, you're looking at uh, stalking someone for a month straight here at Stalkers Are Us. We'll get you a good, pretty good rate on that. Uh, now, keep in mind, everyone tuning in at home, yeah, that's my little Stalkers Are Us bit. Keep in mind, uh, Smalls from the Sandlot is a good guy. And he, that mugshot. Keep in mind, I, I was actually, um, I got fired for stalking, thanks to Hanks and Peterson. Um, it's a law firm here in Salt Lake that lies for money, for billable hours, I should say. If you check it out on my uh, Google Maps, which I don't have access to anymore because of two-factor authorization, so secure, it's locked me out of my Google Maps. So have to do the level eight all over again. I took some pictures of the uh, the judge building downtown and that's where, yep. So I know a thing or two about stalking and what uh, what's needed to justify someone stalking you. And I think all you need is a couple pictures of people just stalking you for a couple days. I think two pictures, I think. Two pictures on a separate day or two pictures in the same day, I'm not even sure. Um, so I know a little bit about stalking and, and what it takes to, to meet those requirements. Uh, some law firms don't know what it takes to meet those requirements. And, you know, you end up with a stalking charge anyway. The judge signs off on it, even though Salt Lake City police say that they're not going. Ooh, 
why do you hate police so much? Do an Andy Rooney. Get an Andy Rooney impression. Bling, why is it that you hate police so much? Whenever I call 911, they show up right quick and they help me out. And all I ask and do. What is it with you and bottled water? Do you really have green hair? You guys go check out the blog, the WordPress blog, the Bling Vera podcast WordPress blog. There's a picture of my hair right there. Long hair, don't care. Green hair, blue hair, don't care. My face, though, you guys can already see my face. Hideous face. Try some of that coffee out. Mm. Oh, don't worry. I got a Keystone light in the freezer. I got one waiting for me back at home. You remember the swim fan episode that I did? Man, I used to be so innocent and naive, man. That was just a few months ago. Before I was ruined by the stalking company, Stalkers Are Us. Uh, competitive rates, though. Uh, truly, they'll stalk you in the night, stalk you in the day, stalk you at any hour of the night, follow you around downtown on foot. Not on foot, I got video of it. I would go downtown on foot from the university apartment. So, like three miles on foot in the middle of the night, early, early a.m. And there they were, following me around, dude. It was nuts. Anywhere I'd go, empty church parking lot, who shows up? It's hard to believe, man. I'd go run and try and hide from them at the top of some stairs. They'd cr- come cruising on by all fast. It was insane. What am I actually trying to hide from? I don't know. Like, who cares, right? If they're going to do something, I let them do something, but... I guess when you're being followed, you, uh, I guess, instinctively try and run and hide. I mentioned this about communication and such in one of the previous episodes. Like when you dart away real fast in your car, or you see someone, you start darting away and you start running. Like their first and instinctive reaction is to chase you like a cat or something, right? Like for real. And so uh, I realized that kind of early on. I wouldn't use that as kind of a weapon. Like, okay, I'm going to dart off really fast, hit the brakes, they'll go by, you know, top gun. And um, do it that way, exploit them that way, go to the airport. They can't bring their stupid little uh, cell phone jamming devices to the airport. So they have to follow you, like, with their eyes and shit. And there's tons of them. In, in the in the parking lot at the airport, I mean, I'm sure there's video evidence of that. Like, please don't care, I'm sure. Following you around at the airport. Uh, yeah. The, the uh, NSA doesn't care, I'm sure, about any of that. Also, if you're not familiar with the third segment, third segment can be hours long. It can be 10 minutes long. It's going to be at least 10 minutes long, but it could be 45 minutes long. It could be an hour and a half long. Third segment till the cows come home. So don't worry. Don't worry. I know it's coming up on that 30-minute mark. We're about 27 minutes in. It's going to be cutting it close. Here was a 30-minute show. There's a Joe Rogan three-hour show. It's Joe Rogan, three-hour, Bob Bill Burr, Boston. But man, I've been followed by these guys in the dead of night. Um, I've been followed by them uh, in the middle of the day. I've been followed by, by them on a Sunday. And so how I figured out Sunday was their busiest day, as well as Thursday, was sort of a trial and error. But on a Sunday, I drove up to a gated community, and I parked there, my car, at the gated community back when I had a car. And there were uh, tens of cars, at least, uh, circling around this like gated community. They couldn't get into the gate. They couldn't see my car. But they could track it. My phone, my car, the GPS, whatever. I didn't know what they were using back then. I'm pretty sure it's the phone. Um, But maybe they threw a GPS device. I don't know there's someone tampering with my car. University police didn't do anything, so we never really find out for sure. I assume if they're trying to get into the car, they're trying to put something into the car. So there's a GPS device or something. They're, They're tracking my phone. I don't know. But they're circling around. I have video of it. Uh, this community, this this gated community, over and over, the same cars over and over again, just circling around, and it's Sunday. 
Sunday afternoon. And I was like, like, this is nuts. And that was early on. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who was following me. I didn't know what, what the situation was exactly. But that's what was going on. I parked in a gated community, which I had every right to be, uh, be there. I knew the code. I know the person that lives there. Um, so it wasn't like I was you know, doing anything sketchy that way. Um, I absolutely had a right to be there. Every right to be there. Um, and that's how I know the code. And uh, that's when I realized, like, this is huge on Sundays. Like, they will just drink all day. A lot of them have, like, um, like flasks or something. Uh, camelbacks? Camelbacks. A lot of them have, like, camelbacks that use for hiking. They'll fill it up with wine or beer or, or fill it up with whatever. Water, I'm sure. Chase it with water. But a lot of them are getting wrecked. Drinking, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, wine coolers? Boone's Farm, getting a Boone's Farm. We're going to fourth dimension here pretty soon. Let's go to fourth dimension. So yeah, a lot of them are drinking like Boone's Farm, uh, wine coolers, whatever. I'm not sure. I do know that when I called the university police uh, in early September for help, saying like, hey, someone's breaking my car. There's all these people in the parking lot. Like you guys do something about this or look into it which they didn't um the guy the police officer that was all tatted up he goes and talks to these people that were like emptying out their drinks and uh throwing stuff away kind of <laughs> quickly uh wringing stuff out and going through stuff kind of nervously at least that's what it appeared like to me and he's like oh they're fine they're good i was like are they students because i don't recognize <laughs> like that's what i'm thinking in my head like are they supposed to be here Meanwhile, the other police officers saying, like, I didn't know people that were, because uh, I wasn't going to school at the time. I had just graduated. Thank you very much. So my move out date, what was that? Uh, was the 16th, September 16th. And so that's my move out date. I had about 10 days before I was supposed to move out. Meanwhile, I'm getting questioned by the police from the validity of, of me living in the student apartments. Uh, weird, right? When there's people like ringing out their drinks, emptying stuff, throwing stuff away, kind of hurriedly, uh, nervously. And one of the cops goes and talks to them, oh, they're good. <laughs> like, who knows what's in those camel backs and all those drinks and what they just threw away, but they're good. And are you supposed to be here? The actual student who just graduated and actually called us for help? Like, what's your story? We need to take you in, go to the hospital. Mental, mental hospitals, is that what's going on here? No lie, dude. No, that's exactly what happened. And uh, believe it or not, yeah, it sounds freaking kooky, doesn't it? We're talking about brains being fried with Havana syndrome. Those two police officers working for the University of Utah, their brains were... <laughs> microwave. Farrar. <laughs> fucking shit, man. Their brains were uh, three sheets to the wind. Yeah, maybe they were drinking something on their camelbacks. Couldn't believe it, though. I thought for sure they were busted. I thought for sure, finally, yeah, the games are over. They're just beginning. The ga let the games begin. They were just beginning in early September, uh, I come to realize. But that was a Sunday to, as well, when I called the university police for help, in which they were none. And, um, yeah, I said this woman and this man were throwing stuff away, kind of sneaking over to the dumpster, kind of putting some stuff in the dumpster, small items. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what the hell are they hiding? Is it the SD cards or what? If only, if only there was some sort of investigative police force there. Could If only Andy Rooney was there at 60 minutes. You guys want some more coffee in this uh, fourth dimension? Let's go get some more coffee. Come on. Dude, I even smugly said, I even smugly said to the people that were trying to throw away stuff all quick and emptying out their camelbacks and their water bottles and everything else that they had, trying to get rid of that alcohol, rid of all the evidence well, like, before the cops show up, right? Cops were there, they just passed me. 
Are the university police in on it? I don't, I don't know. Freaking racket that was, huh? But um, the the person, the the wife or the family member of the person who was trying to break into my car when I reported them, when I called the police and said that's where they live, and the, a bunch of their family members came running out of the house and left, took some photos and left, uh, took some photos in the parking lot. Um, also true story. After I saw the guy trying to break into my car and after uh, I didn't call the police, I just saw it and I had hit the panic button on my car and scared him off. And after that happened, I, a white van pulls up, the guy shows up with a drill, goes and does something with the drill, comes back and leaves in the van. Was he changing license plates? <laughs> Possibly. It's a good thing the university police were there to investigate all that shit that I was telling them. Good thing they told me I needed to go talk to somebody and go to the mental hospital. A joke, man. What an absolute joke that was. Bling, it sounds like you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> like the police? Uh, no. Uh, sounds like we need to haul you off to the freaking hospital. Oh. Should have seen. They're like, we could take you there right now. I was like, you guys. <laughs> I was like, see you later. I was walking the other way at that point. I was like, no way. Am I going to some freaking hospital to tell them about all the delusions that I'm having and all the hallucinations I'm having of people trying to break into my car? Joke. Someone was murdered. Lauren McCluskey was murdered on campus with this shit. Yeah, believe it or not, yeah. The, the calls go unheard and calls go unanswered. How, how could that possibly have happened, I wonder? Hmm. Uh, the police don't care. And they're in on it, or something. Uh, inept police, I would say. That's how people get murdered. That's how that happens. Someone was shot right there where I was being chased by that Camaro at 3 a.m. or whatever time it was. Right there being carjacked, they were shot and killed. A foreign exchange student or foreign uh, study abroad. Shot and killed because he was trying. They're trying to take his car on campus. Pretty much, it was right there at uh, what is it, Red Butte Gardens? Right there. You think I'm kidding? But I'm not, Cat. I'm not. I know it sounds un unbelievable. I know. Yeah, the police don't do anything. I know they don't even care. It's almost like they're in on it. It's suspicious, isn't it? I hate cats. But this one's starting to grow on me a little bit. As long as it doesn't bite my feet while we're playing vacuum cleaner. Huh, cat? Yeah? Yeah, the police don't help? No? The police make you feel humiliated and embarrassed and stupid? Yeah? You don't want to call the police for help anymore? No? Yeah, I know, I know. I have to get his name. And I wanted to also read uh, some of the technical requirements to create white spots for pho photography so my fans and listeners tuning in at home can realize oh he's actually talking about stuff that makes sense <clears throat> so i see uh, a woman go down to the car the family car which was like a silver camry and an older model silver camry oh, not too old 2012 probably and taking stuff out of the trunk. What's she taking out of the trunk? Well, it looks like, from the pictures that I have, that the police didn't care about, it looked like uh, some sort of facial wands, believe it or not. Spit the coffee out. Did you say facial wands, bling? Some sort of beauty products in the shape of a wand. Um, it looked like through the bags. Of the pictures I took, uh, did you guys know what those could be for? Anyone? Uh, high frequency wands? Anyone? Back in early September, do you know what those could be used for? By any 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 ideas? Police, university police, any ideas on what uh, they might have been taken out of that trunk before you guys showed up? Actually, before you when you after you guys passed me in the parking lot there, and drove to the wrong parking lot, seemingly on purpose. Any ideas? No. Well, I guess we'll never know, because they took him out of the trunk. Guess we only have those photos that I have.
infuriating, right? Infuriating. And I'm telling the police, I was like, I got pictures that this is what they're taking out of the trunk. You need to talk to someone, bling. It's like, what? Like, what? Are you guys, you guys just going to write it off like that then, huh? Because I'm in a freaking full-on panic mode. That's it. Fine, cool, great. I'll do this on my own then. Can we compromise your story anymore by taking you to the hospital, huh? Like, nope, absolutely not. We're looking out for your, your well-being. We both care. I was like, he doesn't care. I know that much. You freaking are skating on thin ice there, but he doesn't care. It was a uh, one with a shaved head, red beard. And another one was all tatted up, darker hair, a little bit shorter. Did not care about anything that I had to say. Nothing that I had to say. He was not trying to help. Do I know their names? I'm sure I could figure them out. That was that when I had a checkmate. I thought it was over, but it was just beginning. Uh, Ten days later, I move over here. Or at least on the run over here. I wouldn't say I moved in. Shut off, no car, no one believes me. They're still following me around. In droves. In droves on Friday and Saturday. Last Thursday, yeah, it was last Thursday, uh, I was downtown uh, checking on some people, saying hello to some people that I know and that I've made friends with, uh, making sure they're still alive, still around. And uh, they're following me in droves downtown. Uh, big trucks, little tr- I, the, the trucks that they use, I, I found out, are on 900 South State Street. On 910th South State Street in Utah. There's big trucks, right? I don't know what, if it's even a dealership. I don't know. But those are the trucks. Those are the exact style of trucks. Those are the same kind of trucks that uh, customize. Sort of, they, they're newer trucks, of course. Lifted up a little bit. Or maybe just bigger wheels, bigger uh, rims and tires. Like, that's... I was like, holy shit, like, this is it. As I'm trying to evade them in my friend's car, not my car. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. As I'm trying to evade them downtown in my car, I was in the nest. Like, here we are. Wow. This is where all the truck. This is where all the trucks come from. Who, who would have known? Known. New. Who would have high noon? Who would have known? I was like, well, that's why there's so many of them right here. It's because I'm in the freaking nest. Freaking uh, arachnophobia. Jeff Daniels. I'm in the GD nest. My house is the nest. When he realizes that the spiders are really coming from his house, his wine cellar. Those cats playing with a freaking plastic bag out there. Suffocate. No, no, no. And the children are starting to scream. Is it time to wrap it up? Yeah, it's time to wrap it up. This is what's going on, guys. This is what I'm experiencing. This, like, fear. This uh, uncertainty. This anxiety. Every single day, every single morning, I walk somewhere, people are following me. Walk to Target, there's three or four cars just right there. Coincidentally, right when I'm leaving, four cars are, are leaving too. Tinted windows, newer trucks. Do I have parking permits for this place? No, doesn't look like it. Same people. Same couple, three days in a row, showing up when I show up, leaving when I leave. Three days in a row. Walking around the corner, two or three people taking cup out, small bag of trash out, walking the dog, letting the dog out, taking the kids for a walk. Don't believe it? I got, no, I'll prove it to you. Who wants to see it? Who wants to hear it? Anyone? Anyone? It's a repo company who's probably trying to sell this shit to the government. Like, look what we can do. We can track fugitives. We can track anybody. Anyone uh, dissenting from the government? Sedition, seditious uh, podcast hosts. You got a seditious podcast host? Hey, hire us. We'll get rid of him. We'll follow him, figure out exactly where he's staying, exactly where he's broadcasting from. IP address. Not if you got a VPN. Even then, who knows, but it's the best I could do. I get a VPN. Use that on my phone. Use that with my computer. 
don't use Wi-Fi anymore, at least not with my computer. So direct straight line, hard line, right on in. VPN. Never even cared about that shit before in my life. VPN, pff, who needs that with extra security? For why? What? People are, <laughs> people are tapping in, getting hacking into your network or what? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Come around with these uh, cars with ski racks and bike racks. And there's no bikes. No one's using them. I haven't seen any bikes on those bike racks. But yeah, sure, there's snowboards in those snowboard racks on top. No skis on the ski racks. What do you think's in them? <laughs> I don't know. High frequency uh, brain frying Havana syndrome type shit? Microwaves? You think? Weapons? Nah. Well, I guess we'll never know because the police don't care. Since there's no regulations on the repo companies here in Utah, it's like they can just run rampant and do whatever they want. When you do call for help, it's like they blame you, the caller. Well, you must be crazy. You know, talking about... Well, we need to take you to the hospital, bling. You guys need to get fucked. That's what you guys need to do. You want to read some stuff about photography? Come on, let's go read some stuff. Let's wrap it up. And let us beat these cats for misbehaving. That tail. Want to play vacuum cleaner? Hmm? Get those claws dug in. Get those claws dug in. It's not the vacuum cleaner is not going to work. Got to make it. Got to make me bleed. Sometimes I want to live. Sometimes I want to die. Flip the switch to my power supply to make sure that there's no power to my computer in the middle of the night. Don't worry, computer's starting up right now. Get that. Uh, that computer. Let me tell you, that old computer that I'm using probably wasn't even supposed to. I've resurrected it. Thank you very much. Actually, remember the names of those two officers at the camp, the campus police, university police. It was, it was Officer Coward and Officer Dipshit. Thank you. Thank you. Bling, if you keep that up, the, the police probably aren't going to help you if you keep calling them cowards and dipshits. I'm just calling them like I see them, my friend. All right, so hold on. Let me get this. I mean, you know, I really try not to have too many fourth dimensions and too many double blings in one week or one day. And I know I had one the other day. There was two blings just the other day. But this comes from a website called Hack hackerfactor.com. This is a blog. This is from Sunday, the 17th of April, 2011. This is from uh, over a decade ago. Uh, apologize for the noise. It's the fan on this computer. It's just how things go with these older technology. Sunday, 17th of April, 2011, radiation detection. One of my loyal blog readers just asked me a very interesting question, and frankly, I don't know the answer. I'm hoping that someone who reads this blog can help. Here's what just a bystander wrote. I was wondering if it would be possible for you to take a look at the following image with a focus on the possibility of getting reasonable radiation count from the light spots in the image. I have uploaded a copy of the photo in case it gets taken offline. Click to see it larger. As far as I can tell, the photo is a camera original. It was taken by Sony DSC P32. The metadata says it was taken on the 15th of March 2011. Exposure time was 1 100th one of a second. If you look closely at the picture, you will see a bunch of spurious dots, such as this close-up one section of the image. The, the dots are likely due to radiation hitting the CCD, the light receptive sensor in the camera, and or RAM hitting the RAM prior to JPEG encoding. So here's the question, given the number of dots in the picture, in this case at least 27 in a 30, 367 by 234 region, can we determine the radioactivity level? In an answer posted on the 17th of April, around 12, 12.30. I work in video production. I've seen similar artifact and footage shot on military vessels equipped with radar. Every time the radar dish sweeps around and points at the camera, bright purple horizontal lines appear in the final image. This effect is almost certainly coming from the CCD, not RAM. And it goes on and on, and uh, this is from November of 2011. The CCD sensors react only to high presence of gamma rays. When gamma ray photons penetrate the active region of a CCD, then the kinetic energy can be absorbed through interactions with the ties of the electrons of the lens with their subsequent ionization and liberation of free charge in the form of holes and electron pairs. There are many problems. One is the low sensitivity of CCD at the spectrum of X-rays and gamma rays. 
So the phenomenon of spurious on the CCD becomes evident only from high levels of radioactivity. Finally, if the level of gamma rays is high, this may permanently damage the CCD, destructuring the crystal structure of the semiconductor. Anyway, I'll include some extra bonus material at the end of this podcast too, and I'll try to include a link to what I'm looking at here so uh, you guys can uh, click on that and see what you want to do with with whatever. Uh, It's kind of scary stuff knowing that I'll, I'll include a picture here also um, of the latest of the radiation photo that I have of just in the same day, in one day. These are two photos from one the same day. So anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys are learning something here and I hope you guys don't trust repo companies or just use a VPN, do something, protect your networks. It's scary. It truly is scary. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Oh, yeah. One last thing. If you guys wouldn't mind, it would really, it really helps me out a ton. Uh, donations. Money sign Skymaster5. That's money sign and Skymaster and the number five. Venmo at Bling Vieira. That's at Bling Vieira for Venmo. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. It's a little windy. We could do a B side. We could do a B side. Why not? Let's do a B side. So. I like these Halloween, the Halloween decor over here. There's some wind chimes, but I really, really like the skeleton and stuff hanging. I'm coming back from Target. I actually started an episode earlier. I was in full panic mode. I was in full on panic mode and it was not so much fun. That's because, well, just a lot of stuff, a lot of different factors. I got beer at home now. Well, I got beer in my hands now. I just want to say the Target girl, the girl that works at Target, she has the prettiest eyes and pretty hair, and I like it. I like her. I even told her that to her face. Yeah, I did. I said, she goes, oh, that's your favorite beer, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it's the cheapest around, and no, no, no. And I was like, usually it's like $11 over here. She's like, oh, and I was like, plus you're here. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, you know. Making <laughs> my way back to the gracious host's place. Coating beer in hand. But man, I dodged a bullet today. Because I'm in full-on panic mode. This is not fun for me. Made some coffee. That probably didn't help anything. Tonight I'm going to write a blog post. Post that. And then i got to write some other stuff. Definitely getting more comfortable with just having people follow me around mind it so much anymore because well day of reckoning will come that's for sure when it does all right we're home we're back beer at home i know you got your problems but i got beer at home this episode is probably going to not be the most fun oh so this will be the b-side for sure i'll put this at the end this is the extended two-minute version